Live Local Talk. It's Tesh Matters on the voice of the Tesh. Kane Radio, New Iberia's only daily live call-in talk show. Twenty-seven minutes after ten o'clock, our Mellow Joy Coffee time. You know, yesterday, uh, as we were playing back the meeting of the city council, that mayor probably wouldn't be able to join us today, but as it turns out, he has. And since I booked his regular time, uh, Thomas Falgu going to be in a little bit later on today with the chamber. The mayor popped his head in this morning and said, hey, I'm available, and I appreciate him coming on in uh, right now. How are you, sir? I'm good, sir. Thanks for squeezing me in. Oh, always a pleasure. I always um, like to do this. We, we missed uh, the playback of the last 20 minutes of the meeting or so, uh, right out, pretty much after the discussion about the uh, moving of uh, or the closing of Deer Street or the, okay. the negotiations of that. Yes. And maybe we can get into that. But that sure. was a big topic yesterday. That was took- probably one of the biggest uh, that was a big topic. The other one is is that we are officially going to go back in the fall one more time, and we'll have to do a much better job of communicating that our millage we're trying to go after is not a new, will not increase anybody's tax burden. Uh, but we're going to try that again in the fall, and uh, that was on this past agenda. So those were two big things. We accepted bids on two projects with the uh, – ARPA money and threw one out because of a contractor error. We can talk about all of that. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, as always, our meetings are usually packed with a lot of activity. You know, twice a month, that's game day. Absolutely. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the the crossing guards. And you'd like to keep all of them open, all with arms and lights. But, you know, that's not a reality. It's not. It's not. And I guess I'm uh, very torn on this issue. It has not been easy for anybody because, you know, the councilwoman that represents that area, Deidre Ledbetter, does a great job, is, is under a lot of pressure to try to keep Carolina open. There is a rehab center there. We made the case to DOTD a couple of times, like many times, that their study was really old before all of that activity was occurring there. Um, so we've been back and forth, and all we've ever sent them officially is we don't want to close any crossings. And we've done... I really am not. Exa- I know since I've been the well, since I was fortunate enough to be the mayor pro tem, we've probably done five different resolutions, four for sure, that we say we're not closing any crossings, you know. And everyone's attitude has been, you know, railroad. If you're going to close them, you close it. Okay. Well, I'm finding, and I don't know that it's totally a coincidence. I have six projects. I read them all out at the meeting. I probably won't get them all, but I have six projects pending with DOTD, and I'm starting to feel like the stepchild. So whether that's uh, related to this or not, you can add this to the list. Um, we have a, there'll be an interim director because the director of DOTD is now running for governor, uh, Dr. Sean Wilson. So I see an opportunity, I am hoping, to get in front of these people and to make a difference and to get all these projects that we got hanging. You know, the frontage road has been 15 years since 2008. Uh, I've got to find a way to move that forward. The uh, we have some sidewalk replacement that could happen as soon as next year for Main Street. That's been in the works for maybe long before I get here, probably nine years. We have, and you've done a lot of your own work on some of those yes, sidewalks, especially in and around City Hall. We have. Um, you know, we just did the sidewalks in the Broussard subdivision around Pesson. That was since I was the mayor pro tem. I mean, that's a long time ago. So what's happening is all these projects are stalled. I really don't have, you know, somebody to talk to that I'm getting anywhere with. And 
the railroad, the railroad, the DOTD is now calling my office every day and has been for almost two weeks. Every day I got a call or my clerk got a call. Have you made a decision? Have you made a decision? So what's weighing on me is I'm holding up the other five crossings that are going to get arms and lights. So if we have a wreck there, I just feel like, you know, I need to do the most I can. And that's been weighing on me. On the flip side, again, I need to get new projects started with DOTD or these existing projects rolling. So I'm communicating on the frontage road as I have for the last six and a half years. They came in my office two weeks ago and said, I need to come. Uh, the city need to come with two million dollars more. Mm-hmm. Well, we had double the match already. And I'm like, well, what, what's going on? So I'm feeling a little beat up. So I thought we should move this forward. Put it on the agenda, first time I've ever tried this, put it on the agenda without a finished resolution and said we're going to finish it at the meeting. And we talked for an hour and a half, and everybody had good points. Everybody had, you know, I, I, it's, I mean, I just sat there being more convinced of, you know, what a quagmire this, this position we're in uh, over one crossing. When you think of the vastness of the railroad, just put me another crossing. You know, that would be the simple thing. Uh, of course, they're not going to do that. We uh, went back and forth and uh, didn't ever have a motion after over an hour. And so I put up something and tried something. Uh, I, I really wanted people to think. So did, did, did you have that in the holster going in or is that no, something not, you well, developed as that discussion? Both. Okay. I, I look at our money constantly. Okay. I constantly have to know that. We have so many grants and so many moving parts and so many projects and so much need. And I spend, I don't think people ever realize when you're the mayor, at least of our city, um, we've been very blessed that from the time I got here, our finances have, have, have been much better and more improved. And we've leveraged a lot of things and, and we have cash to do things, but we don't have enough. So you're constantly every single day looking at if I spend money on this, what am I not doing over or how can I do? I have the shotgun approach. If I'm going to keep people living here, if I'm going to keep attracting some new businesses with the hope of attracting more, if I'm going to keep the quality of life for my citizens, then you know what? Everything's a priority. And that's how I look at it. So I spend my day and ruin the finance director's day daily. Because I'm in there saying, hey, why don't we take this money and do this? Okay, look, yeah, I know we're doing this. When's new budget? Where's my taxes right now? What do you think I'll be bringing in here? Give me a projection. I'm constantly playing those numbers because it's the only way to have any momentum and keep the ball moving. If I wait and say I'm going to be totally safe and just wait till next year or plan it out, you know, every November I'll do a little chunk, which I have kind of noticed in the some that's how some people, you know, operate. You're not going to get anything going. You're never going to have that momentum. You're never going to fix your, you never finish fixing the original problem, much as addressing the new challenge. So I I know where our pots of money are. Uh, With that, I I wasn't positive what we were going to do. And we spent an hour and something in a discussion. So then I threw, and look, I threw out, I did not want to sin. and And I really think that meeting showed me I'll have to tighten up a little bit. I, basically said what do y'all want to do y'all want to just write dot a letter and say choke on it okay well that i really didn't want to do that okay i threw out hey you want to just give them half the money two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and we'll just get the crossing paid for we'll pay for half of it i really didn't want to spend two hundred. and there's no guarantee oh there's no guarantee into that no so i just wanted us to come to a conclusion as a group because i am blessed with a really good team and people who are passionate and people who care about this place 
You can't ask for better than that, you know. So it, it, it mo- made more discussion, and we kicked around all kind of stuff. And then, well, we ended up, it ended up being a tie. And I think I have settled more ties as the mayor in my six and a half years than mo- most mayors, you know, had one tie, two ties. That, that's, this is my maybe fifth one. Uh, so, and whatever. I mean, I wish they'd give me a button and I could vote all the time. It doesn't bother me. Uh, but that's not the way our system set up. So it ended up one council person wasn't feeling well, so she wasn't there. So I had to break the tie. Well, I had put up, we, we melted the number down to $100,000 on something that will cost 500000 As I said in the meeting, that's a 20% match. I understand the 20% match world. I'm comfortable with that. So we ended up passing a resolution that uh, we would send to them, which I sent the next morning at 8. I I was off. I've taken a couple of vacation days, so I was off yesterday and today. Um, Anyway, so I ran to the office at 845 and signed it so we could get it out. So it went out yesterday to Mr. Shrewsbury, a name that's thrown around all the time. So he got our resolution, and they brought it from what I heard today because I checked on it today. They brought it to the uh, attorney and to the reconsideration committee. Okay. Okay. I was like, I'm going to steal that name. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. (laughs) So at least it's getting in front of someone. Now, there's no guarantee at all. Well, what I asked them in the email that I sent yesterday was we have another meeting on the 18th. I may. I want to make a decision. I want to get this over with. My council's tired of it. Uh, you can see there's some friction. You know, people are are getting. You just fool with something for two or three years. You had enough. Uh, I also want those arms and lights. So the catalyst is there on our part to get this over with. Um, so I put that in the email and said, you know, we we want to put it back on the 18th. Can you can you give us you know give us a decision? So uh, we'll see. I mean, we tried. There is no guarantee. Um, but that has been uh, that was a big issue, and it is a big issue. You know, and uh, apparently Providence Street that is official. That's going to be closed. Yes, and that was a surprise to me because it seemed like a year or two ago they were getting ready to put arms and lights. They there. were. They were. So what? Because I kept then? saying, "Why don't you give me that money? Give me those arms and lights." And the big thing is a national safety committee or whatever tells you how many crossings a town should have. Of course, nobody wants any of them anymore without arms and lights. And you can look. Our town has, if, if anything, we have more rail traffic than ever. we got trains coming through here. We kind of always have, but we have a lot, of, a lot of train activity. So they want everything marked, and I totally agree with that. But they were like, we're coming to close two more. And it's a, it, the railroad is the big animal in the room, you know. And, and at some point, what they can do is, just not upgrade those crossings to the fact to the point where people wouldn't want to cross. Them. Well, you're probably right about you know? that. There's been times in the past I wondered if that wasn't their strategy. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. But anyway, so that was a big issue. Still is a big issue. Uh, it will come back to the council either way, really. You know, one way it comes back for a budget amendment for the hundred thousand dollars, and I do know where we would take the money from. Uh, that's one. One way it comes back, or it comes back that they say no, and then we'll deal with it again. Gotcha. Uh, Iberia Street, uh, forgive me, I, I know they've got lights. Do they have arms on Iberia? I think just lights. Okay. We've so, got, we got a few of them with just lights. So in they are putting the... Yes, everything. When they finish, every crossing will have arms and lights. And the reason I ask is, because I know they recently, uh, either the railroad or DOTD, bought some land from the parish. Mm-hmm. In order to facilitate one of right. those crossings. Right. Okay. 
Well, there's five total. And Mr. Broussard can give you, you know, every every location, every address, every who owns the property around it. I mean, he and in, in fairness to him, he brought three million dollars a long time ago and has waited a long time uh, with what a year and a half left. I mean, we run. He, he's termed out again. Uh, so he don't have a, he doesn't have a lot of time left, and he'd love to see this done. And I'd like to see it done. You know, I mean, I want the safety, and I also again. I need to get some projects going with DOTD, and maybe it's me. I don't know. Maybe I haven't figured it out. Uh, other mayors do complain the same way that they, you know, don't move very fast. We are a member of MPO, Kadiana uh, Municipal Planning Authority, or whatever it is. Uh, I don't even remember. Um, we pay money. Planning, uh, Metropolitan Planning. Thank you. Maybe. We pay. I don't know twenty thousand dollars a year to be in it. Well, all we've gotten is is an, our money back in projects. We have some projects coming fine. We have a million-dollar project coming that's a road safety project that they're coming to do, looking at our stats. Uh, they're helping pay to pave Iberia Street, which is why that's not in the road program, because they're going to do that. We have finally— there, there was some discussion about Iberia Street South. Uh, as part of that railroad discussion, like if we didn't spend this 200000 that you're initially proposed for the railroad crossing— that maybe it could do Iberia South. No, that was one block of bank. Ah. It, there's one block. Remember our engineers. Engineers are very technical, okay? We gave them the task, go find the worst roads in each diff- district so that we can spend the $12.5 million in road money evenly through the whole town. Well, that's exactly what they did. Don't ever, I mean, I was raised by an engineer. Don't, don't ever tell them exactly what you want them to do. Well, that one block of uh, bank, the, right after Main Street, that first block, well, it wasn't bad like the rest, so the road stopped. So Dee Dee, when she realized that, Councilwoman Dee Dee Johnson-Reed, when she realized that a few weeks ago, she goes, what, what do you mean they're not paving that last little bit of the street? And the engineer was there, and he says, well, you know, it didn't qualify. It wasn't they, they all stopped. You know, they all stopped somewhere. And so, you know, that, that is odd. But we have that all over because what we did was exactly, you know, the worst roads. And I only... The city only had twelve five to spend. I'm glad they did it. That they followed exactly what we needed to do because we don't have enough money. You know, you, you start, uh, and where do you stop? You have to stop somewhere. So that's what uh, they were referring to was that one block, which would be a couple of hundred thousand dollars to do, which shows you how expensive all this is. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, remind me then, you got, and not necessarily in this order, but Fontenlou, Caroline, and Evangeline Street. What is closed currently, and uh, what you you know you're sacrificing one of them? Yeah, well, it's it's what we're this this thing is out of deer. Deer has arms and lights, okay, and Caroline doesn't. And we tried to swap it, and thought that would have been the answer because Caroline has been much more developed, and that rehab center does do a lot of traffic. So we already went to them and said, why don't we just swap it? Um. And they told us, no, they don't do that. And then I said, okay, well, then if you, then, then we asked them, okay, well, then close, close deer, give us that, you know, stuff. Well, they were charging us double to close both of them. And I said, yeah, what do you mean? You already got the money in. You got the money to hook one up. You got the money in to block one off. Just swip the, you know, swap it. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Uh, and I am not positive. Uh, I'm going to have to go. I have a list in my office of, of who has arms and who has lights and who doesn't. Uh, but boy, I don't, I'm not going to talk about that off the cuff because I'm going to skip something. Gotcha. Anything else on uh, these crossings? No, I think we just, uh, hopefully in two weeks, we can get some uh, closure on this and move on to something else. Uh, 
but it was a uh, a long i think it was productive i mean every council member repeat uh, you know uh was involved repeatedly and uh i i think that's just government at work so that's it gotcha so uh, right after that uh, or pretty much soon after that you discuss the uh public hearing that you're going to call for in two weeks uh, to talk about uh, putting something on the ballot? Yes. Yes. We are going to come up with a new plan, which we're working on. It will be one millage. Uh, It won't do as much as it could have done because interest rates have risen on us substantially. You know, when we talked about doing that last year, we would have floated a bond at 0.95%. That's not going to happen, okay? So, but yes, we are in the process of putting our, formulating our plan. Uh, we're going to do it differently this time. Uh, last time, I, and I'll, I'll take the, you know, the blame, I don't mind. Last time we thought, okay, it's no new tax burden. This thing should fly right through. Well, I know better. Uh, it didn't pass by 133 votes, but I'm tasked with looking at where our 12.5 million is going to stop. And I say this repeatedly because it's the truth and it's easy. 20% of our roads are good. 20% are being addressed by the 12.5 and I got 60% to go. I would like to have some money to leverage to float another bond and to do much more roads. And this is our only way. And it would not be a new tax burden. But I need to figure out a better plan to educate because when I put my desk on the sidewalk after... And about uh, 80 people came and another 20 rolled the window down. And, you know, so I, I communicated, I, I say, with 100 people. Uh, many of them said I thought it was a new tax. So I think it would have passed. So we have to do a better job and do a better job with some of the people who voted no to convince them that, uh, you know, this is your I'm not going to have another shot that I wouldn't have to come back and say it's it is a new tax. You are going to pay more tax dollars at the end of the day. And I was trying to avoid that because I don't know that that would pass. So we're going to try one more time. Um, I think when people see in November, December that the steamroller stopped, the concrete truck stopped, and they're going to say, that's it. That's what we got for 12.5. They're not going to be happy, you know, because we all drive these roads. And you can, we all know even, even when we float this and do more roads, we won't be finished. Um, and roads are a priority, so we, uh, we'll see. But, yes, we are coming, and I think you'll see my desk a lot more. I think that uh, <laughs> being out in the community is fun, and I think that i got to get this message out. So this time we're going to do some town halls. We're going to do things differently. But, you know, I'll be around, and you'll be able to talk to me face-to-face about it because I think it's important. October or November election? October. Okay, so along with all the other... Statewide uh, races, parish, everything uh, is on the ballot. Everything's on the ballot, so it won't be voter turnout. That will be the problem. It will, you know, we just have. That's why we have to educate and get the word out and try to convince as many people. I mean, all all I'm trying to do is one of the biggest complaints that I get on a daily basis, even while the road program is ongoing, is the roads. So I think I uh, I'm not a glutton for punishment. You know, I, I don't <laughs> like the fact that that I have to try again. But hey, it comes with the job. You know, uh, and I and I can't. It's totally up to the voters, and I realize that. But I'm going to put a plan out this time that I think uh, I'm looking at how the school board did theirs, and I'm looking at how I know what we did for the police. I know what we did in other instances. So I don't think I can take anything for granted. So uh, we're going to give it a shot. The road work is progressing, though. I, I saw is. big it plans is. for um, Charles Street next week. Yes, yes. 
No, it's... Uh, in fact, some work has already begun uh-huh. on Charles yes. uh, between Lewis and Lee, I think. Yes, yes. No, it's coming. I was there, uh, yeah, I had to go on there yesterday. Um, but yeah, work's happening all over, and it's progressing well. The weather has cooperated. And, you know, remember the beginning of the project, they just got hammered. I mean, we couldn't get out the, get out the road. But uh, it's coming along well. It's, uh, and it's a good thing because, boy, it's certainly needed. And I'm pretty sure I got a press release this morning about uh, some work that's going to be beginning on asphalt. Not on asphalt, on concrete, concrete. some concrete. cutting. Yes. Uh, anything out of the ordinary there? No, but that's the next contractor who's really uh, mobbing up because asphalt's going well and they have good momentum now, but uh, the concrete contractor is uh, really getting going. Yeah, and so beginning Monday and... Uh, we'll get to a call in just a moment here. Sure. But beginning Monday, some uh, concrete cutting on Sycamore Street from Santa Clara to Catherine. Yeah. Maple from Santa Clara to Catherine. Catherine from Christie Street to Jane Street. And Daspit from Jane to uh, Pro Street. Yep. Poe Street. I've never heard of that. One. Yeah. Anyway, let's go, go to the phones sure. and we'll see if we've got a question or comment for the mayor. Hi, you're in the air. Uh, good morning. Just a question. Maybe I missed the discussion. I wonder about Front Street, if that fits into the plans anywhere, and sure. I'll uh, listen on the air. Thank you so much. Oh, Appreciate not a problem. Front Street is actually in this $12.5 million program, so it definitely, you know, you're not wrong about asking. It is one of our worst streets. Uh, so it's coming. It will be done in the $12.5 million that we have ongoing now. Not, not that we have a ton of flooding there, but it is affected sometimes no, with high tides. How has that impacted that it road? It doesn't help. It, it erodes the base, and you you can see that it's uh, definitely a problem. But we uh, I own some property on that end of Front Street along the bayou, and it spends uh, a third of its time underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be a boat slip one day. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, it definitely does impact it. Okay. Appreciate the call. As always, yes. phone lines are open at 367-1240. Uh, yeah, we're talking about projects. Uh, I know you uh, either accepted as substantial completion on uh, several projects, including at the Pepper Plus. Yeah, yeah, the the turf fields for the T-ball fields and for the big baseball field, those are accepted as substantially complete. They have a punch list. They're not quite finished. The kids can't play on them yet because you can't really get to them safely until the concession stand and restroom area on that end is completed. But really good progress. They really have picked up the pace there. Very excited about that. So those projects got substantial completion, um, which lets the contractor, you know, bill for uh, most of the money and then starts the 45 days that he has to wrap up the punch list on that section. So those things are happening. I was glad about that. Then uh, Boys and Girls Club, uh, that came in the money at West End Park. So we're proceeding with that project, which is really exciting to have a second campus of Boys and Girls Club just to serve our community so that's happening we had some renovations uh at uh west end park outside in the park and those things came in the budget so we accepted that and then bank street the contractor made an error or he would have been in budget and everything would have been cool and his price for the alternate number three was twelve thousand five hundred it was supposed to be a hundred and twenty five thousand okay so he left a zero off uh, admitted the mistake. I mean, he had to. He's going to sink him. So he looked at it, even tried for a couple of days. Said, let me let me see what I can do. But I mean, they just couldn't yeah. pull it off. So they backed out of the project. But that showed me that our budgets are good. Because um, had he bid the one twenty five, he was you know wanted the project. 
So we'll have to rebid that. That actually, I think, uh, maybe the next newspaper, maybe Saturday's paper, that'll come back out, if not early next week, and uh, be back under advertisement to bid. So uh, we're going to go right back and bid that without changing anything because we think we can get a contractor in the in the money. So that we had to take the rejection action on that one. Okay. Now, there's also uh, an agreement with some landowners uh, between Rotary Park and uh, shadows uh, in regard to yes. that walking trail. Uh, remind us again what we're going to see when it's all said and done. Um, sorry, it's done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Well, then remind me to take a walk yeah, out there. Yeah, that's one that the concrete sidewalk replaced the boardwalk, and uh, we just need to clean up a little right away. But the bulkheads in place, which really dressed up George Rodriguez, the concrete sidewalk runs in front of that. We poured some little pads on some of that property and let us put some benches. Uh, the boardwalk uh, is lit, so there is lighting at the little marina, and then there's lighting all along the boardwalk, which is now concrete. We, we you know, got to quit calling it a boardwalk. It's a sidewalk. Uh, but all that replaced and ran right through where the boardwalk was, and then we realized we needed to get uh, another extension on the uh, Right-of-ways, you know, we had a 20-something-year extension. Well, now I think we maybe got 30, 25 to 30 years. So we got another, you know, good piece of time to, to go through that property. So very glad that those property owners, uh, you know, gave us that. Is it done behind the Bates Motel, too, from Rodriguez? No, to- that, uh, the owner of that property decided not to give us a right-of-way. Really? Yes. So okay. it turns up at Rodriguez Park. All right. But go check it out. It's cool. I will. I will do that. Uh promise. Anything else uh, of big note uh, from that, that was uh, yesterday's thing, meeting? You know, that was the biggest thing. So I, I think we've kind of covered it. Any other uh, projects, uh, updates, uh, anything you can tease, uh, openings, economic development? No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Uh, we met a developer came last uh, Thursday. We took him to dinner. And then Friday we showed him some properties. Uh, some in the downtown and the historic district that he could take advantage of tax credits. Some close to the future I-49 on 14. Probably four sites there that he could uh, purchase property and build from the ground up. He would be bringing about 200 jobs. Be awesome. I just can't get a read. I just mm-hmm. don't know. You know, he's visiting other communities, so it's not just out of us. Um, but we, I spent two days with him, and that that happens. This is the first time that it's been, you know, a manufacturer with 200 jobs. So I was very excited about the opportunity, and still am, but uh, I can't get a read on it. You just don't know. He's going to other communities, and I just, I just, he left, and very nice man. I put on my calendar to touch base with him next week, um, but I just can't read, you know, where he's at. But uh, very nice man. So that was interesting, and it got me kind of hopeful. And then when you start going through these couple of buildings that are uh, properties that are vacant, one that has been vacant for a very long time. Um, but you just see so much potential. Uh, so it fires me up between that and the uh, vacant tracts of land. You know, we have such opportunity here. And our prices are cheaper than, you know, surrounding communities. Our construction costs are cheaper. Um, you know, uh, but riding this guy around and trying to convince him to come here, uh, it, it does kind of refresh your soul that we, got, we have product. You know, we're a great place to live. We've got great people. We've got great food. And, you know, maybe you got to get a lot of the box, but we, there is opportunity here. So um, 
nothing on the horizon that I know of. Somebody told me that they saw, and I don't know, it could be the gas station, but somebody said in the little blue book uh, legal news thing, I never look at that, that they saw Cracker Barrel bought some property. But mm. I don't know. There's also the Cracker Barrel gas station. So right. I'm not sure because that's still – they're still high on my list once I could get an answer out of my friends at DOTD uh, with the frontage road because that uh, – and I'm working behind the scenes to try to get cut through that. But uh, when they came in two weeks ago and said, you got to come up with $2 million more, pretty much busted my bubble because that is the, the – we got the spot. I mean, if we could get that they would dump out close to that city property right there on 14, you know, that, that could really be the ticket. So, but I don't really have any new, I keep hearing that we get New Jersey mics at the, uh, in front of, uh, Rouse's in that little, uh, tropical building, building that's going up in that new building. So I'm excited for that. Um, but I haven't really heard, uh, anything else new coming and projects. Look, we got too many projects. We still are, unleashing the ARPA projects the uh I think in the next few months we'll bid out tearing down the old pool house which is this first step to make the old pool a skate park but the skate park end of it will probably not bid out till the end of the year but the pool house is demolition by neglect and it's fallen over by the minute so we just need to clean it up so we'll be cleaning that up which will be some excitement for a future project the Steamboat Pavilion, bathrooms and stage and roof on the stage in addition to the dance floor of the Steamboat Pavilion. I keep seeing plans and they're being developed. Engineers are working, architects are working. That's probably three months away from bidding. Um, so we got, we got some stuff coming. Uh, the architects called me this morning three times from uh, uh, Park Elementary where they're kind of in there fleshing out a project. So we've been answering questions and going back and forth so that I could bid that little project of getting that one wing operational. So I'm excited. I mean, we got a lot of things we're about to start meeting. It's going to come pretty soon. I'll probably combine that as a town hall for the roads with some money that's available for three of the neighborhood associations. I'll probably kick that off maybe in the next few months. Um, but we've been really looking at ARPA grants where we have capital outlay out. I'm already politicking. It's not for a while. That doesn't happen till the fall. But I've already had to, you know, you got to send it in. So I'm working with Richard Minville like we always do. And looking at what projects we're going to try to pursue through capital outlay and kind of behind the scenes already starting. So uh, it's all good stuff. Keeps me busy for sure. All right. You, you mentioned uh, that area around center and uh, Highway 90. Uh, Loves. I, I oh, yeah. was thinking about Loves because I made a couple of trips to Lake Charles last uh-huh. month with the Nish basketball team. And it made me uh, think about loves where are we at with that project it's going i mean they purchased the property they uh did some surveys uh, t- we talked to that we remember their engineers and their design their design and uh construction team the bore under the highway that we are using some of our tiff dollars to subsidize some of that that we went over all of that that's coming they uh and they took the ball you know they're going to do the bore they're going to put it all in and then we come up with a a match that we had agreed to so, but they're they're moving it. Uh, I think it won't be that long. We'll start seeing some dirt fly. Yeah, and I was wondering if they were impacted by the work on Highway 90. The, uh, what are they uh, doing? A new overpass or widening the overpass? Yeah, yeah. No, I think they. I don't think that's going to hold them up. So uh, again, we had a meeting about a month ago, and and I mean they uh, they said a few months from now they'll be getting going, which is good because that opens up. You know, the family that sold them that is interested in annexing more property. 
which is awesome. So we are. That's one of the sites I brought the the developer that I was with last week. You know, I said, look, you know, there's there's property there. We're doing the sewer bore. We'll have uh, all the utilities there. You know, from the loves, you can just tie onto that. So that's one of the four sites that I showed the guy. So uh, it's coming. It's a yeah. good thing. Yeah, curious too, and uh, you may or may not be uh, familiar. I'm sure you've seen it, uh, as uh, a lot of people have seen, this dirt pad that has been built in the 6700 block of East Main, and you don't see a lot of development uh, yeah, in that. I don't know what that is. In, uh, uh, not at all. I don't, I don't have a clue. It's, it's pretty rare to see something uh, substantial in that kind of an area and what could possibly go up there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, what's the address? Or what's the I, I don't have the exact, but... By your side, uh, it's next to an existing house. Oh, that's a new house. It is a new house. Yeah, that's a new up. house. That's a new house. Okay. Yeah, I actually know the people, and I did some preliminary sketches for them, and uh, it's going to be a cool house. I was going to say, um, with an effort, obviously, to fit in with the rest of. Oh, uh, very much so. Very much so. Really, really cool looking. Good. Good to hear. Yep. I, I've been uh, watching that dirt work. I, and, I, uh, I was thinking further down when you said yeah. East Main, but yeah, no, I know exactly who that is, and uh, it's going to be a really cool house. Good. Looking forward to it. Always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thanks for squeezing me in. You bet.